Welcome back to the Transform Your Mind to Transform Your Life, the podcast. This is Life Coach Renee Young, and today we are showcasing a local author in our author's corner. My guest today is Robert W. Lamar, and he is the author of The Value of High School Vocational Training. So today our topic is going to be the benefits of vocational training. Welcome, Robert. Well, thank you, Mary. Thank you. Look, appreciate being on your program. You're very welcome. I appreciate you sharing your your work with my audience. All right. Well, let me give you guys a brief introduction to Robert um, Lamar. His earliest memories were formed in Washington, D.C., in the Hillcrest Home for Children. Uh, Lamar never knew his father and spent most of his childhood with his older brother, Jimmy, as he navigated the turbulent times that defied his upbringing. Lamar started work early during his high school and struggled to support himself before he got presented with the opportunity of vocational training classes. So that's where we're going to spend our time today, you know, talking about Robert's book and actually, you know, encouraging mothers and and high school students or, you know, anyone that's listening, the value of vocational training, because as you will find out as we go deeper in, um, Robert's start, uh, you know, vocational training in school helped him to have an excellent career. So, um, Robert, I understand from your book summary that you started vocational training in grade 10 to help support yourself. You know, share your story and what the benefit of that vocational training um, helped you on with later in your life. Okay. Well, when I when I was in the ninth grade and moving up to the tenth grade, I I knew when I got to the tenth grade that uh, the school had vocational programs available. So I wanted to check those out and to see uh, if there was anything there that might have my interest. And sure enough, I came across uh, landscape planning and engineering. That program was uh, all about how to use transits and levels, how to uh, prepare site plans, and how to do topography on drawings where we had to show grade changes when grade changes were necessary. And uh, the interesting thing about all of this was that... uh, this whole program for the uh, landscape planning and engineering was sponsored by the Army Corps of Engineers, and they guaranteed us a, grad, a job right out of high school working for the Coastal Geodetic Survey if we graduated. So that was one of the things that draw my interest, and I was fascinated to, uh, to learn how to use uh, transits and levels and, and do drawings. We also did landscape planning which was uh, we would take a site that uh, might be a school or a, a church or some kind of a site that was new and they wanted to do landscaping, and we would assist them with drawings and show them what kind of plants to put where, where to put trees, that type of thing. So it wasn't just using landscape uh, or using using the transits and levels. There was a lot more involved because it involved drawing on the table, uh, 
how to draw these different uh, uh, plans and uh, using it in the field. And uh, it was it was a fascinating program, and I enjoyed my whole year doing that kind of type of uh, uh, learning. Wow, that's pretty specialized learning. I know that in Florida, which I am right now, that they've got these magnet schools, but I didn't think they teach anything as 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 um, sophisticated as what you learned. And then to have the army sponsor it and give you a career in the army, which I know also from your book that you went into. So that is absolutely amazing. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, I graduated, you went into the army and then learned some more, I'm assuming. No, no, I didn't go into the army. What happened? That was the, that was the program that was being sponsored by the army. But when I got to the 11th and 12th grade, I changed my vocational training to architectural and drafting for two for two years, the eleventh and twelfth grade, and during that time, I learned how to draw um, both structural and architectural drawings for uh, for various buildings. And one of the things that we did in the twelfth grade with Mr. Muth, my teacher, we had the opportunity uh, from Montgomery County School Board. They would set us uh, drawings that showed different wood shops or metal shops or automotive shops that were being proposed for new buildings, new new school buildings in different parts of, uh, of Montgomery County. And they asked us if we would draw those plans in showing how to use the tools and the material that they would deliver uh, for us to work with. And what we would do is we would uh, take, a, let's say, uh, um, uh, um, machine shot. We would get the drawings for the machine shop, show the uh, the size of the room, and they would give us the tools on a specification what was going to go in there. And it was up to us to draw it where we wanted to put those tools, where would be the best place to use that and make that shop proficient. So that's what we would do. We send those drawings back to Montgomery County School Board. Then they would send those back to the architect that was working on that particular job. And then they would use those plans because they were architects and they weren't necessarily uh, specializing in vocational layout for different pieces of equipment for different types of uses. So that's what we helped do. And uh, that's what uh, that's how I got my career started. Wow, that is fantastic. Wow, yes. I'm very impressed with that. But, you know, I've never experienced that at all in any of the schools, whether Toronto, where, you know, I came from or Florida. <laughs> um, uh, so, and I think you, you said that this was in DC, that these programs were in? Uh, it was in Maryland, which is just an outskirt right, right. in Silver Spring, Maryland, and then Wheaton, Maryland. Oh, that's where my daughter lives right now. They were all very <laughs> close. Okay. So that's amazing. All right. Well, you know, um, the question I have here is, how did vocational training help you with your career in construction? But I can see, you know, right away when I asked this question that um, how it helped you because, you know, you're, you're, it's almost like being an apprentice. You're learning and um, uh, you're, 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 you're starting off with a, with a great head start. 
So tell us more about how did you bridge, you know, vocational training in school to a career in construction? Well, the first thing that happened while I was still in the 12th grade and doing these drawings I was telling you about, my teacher, Mr. Muth, came to me and it was about uh, about a couple of months before I was going to graduate. He said, Bob, guess what? I said, what? He says, well, one of the architects that's reviewing some of your work would like to hire you when you get out. So I said, oh, my God, are you kidding? Because I didn't know what I was going to do. But with that thought in mind, I did meet uh, Mr. Johannes of Johannes and Murray and uh, decided to go to work for them. So I went right out of high school. I went to work for them for four years as an architectural draftsman, and I learned how to draw just about anything and everything that was needed inside of a, of a building, whether it was uh, structural or architectural. I learned how to draw so that uh, if I was needed for anything, I could surely do it. So that's what started my career in, in uh, construction, because once I left uh, the architect, I went to work for a contractor in, in Washington, D.C., and we specialized in one-of-a-kind laboratories throughout uh, parts of, uh, of Maryland and Washington. And I was working for them. And the, the, the experience I got both in landscape planning and engineering using transits and levels and learning how to draw different parts of any part of a, of a building, whether it was below ground or above ground or the roof or whatever, I could do that. And uh, it paid off big time for me. Yeah, that's amazing. And um, then you also transitioned into having your own construction company. I think um, before we started recording, you told me you had your construction company for, what, 50 years or something? Yeah, for 15 years, uh, what I did is I started uh, I started working uh, uh, in construction uh, in Washington, D.C., and I moved to California in 1968 and uh, went to work for... Uh, for um, a, a large company in in uh, California, but then I decided to start my own company shortly after I worked for them. So I was had my own company for 15 years, and I built a lot of one-of-a-kind uh, office buildings. And uh, towards the end, right around the, in the mid-70s, rather, the mid-70s, uh, the uh, interest rates got pretty high, and the construction kind of slowed down. So I ended up having a chance to go to work on a couple of very high-end residential buildings. Uh, my first uh, building to work on as a, uh, a general contractor for a residential was for uh, Aaron Spelling. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's a producer. I built and designed. I built his house. It took me four years to build it. It was about a forty million dollar construction cost in four years. And then I also did Jerry Parencio's house. Uh, and uh, Jerry, Jerry Parencio, I put a, a full basement underneath his house. His house was the one that used to be used uh, when they did the Beverly Hillbillies. They were filmed in this particular house because it was empty for quite a few years. Wow. Uh, Jerry, <laughs> yeah. And Jerry, Jerry bought it and had me put a full basement underneath of it. Uh, but that house went on the market not too long ago after he passed away. 
for about $150 million. And the Spelling House went on the market for about $120 million. So I did some high-end residential work in addition to some really high-end custom oh. office buildings. And it all started from vocational training classes in high school. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So tell us about your book, The Value of High School Vocational Training. Um, why did you write it? And what do you want people to walk away with after reading? Well, I think uh, the reason I wrote it was because I, uh, I wanted for two, it was two major reasons. Uh, one was uh, I knew there were a lot of kids throughout the United States who were in the same boat I was. Maybe a little different, but at least they, uh, they knew they wouldn't be able to go to college. They didn't have the money for it. And in some cases, uh, some people didn't even want to spend the money, even if they had the money. So vocational training was uh, something that I felt that uh, children, particularly in uh, high school, would benefit the most from because when they left at the end of the 12th grade, they would go out with a, a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience and be able to demand a, a decent salary to start a good job. And they don't owe any money. I did not owe any money. It wasn't like going to a trade school or whatever and uh, where, you, where you have to pay money. So I, this was the benefit that I had in hoping that I can share this with other uh, both uh, federal government, states, and uh, local governments on having vocational programs in their high schools because they're extremely valuable to those children that I just mentioned. And there's a lot of them that don't and won't go to college and won't have that opportunity. So that was number one. And number two was the reason I wrote the book was to help promote um, uh federal government and uh, the uh, local uh, school programs to start incorporating more of these programs, particularly with uh, materials and, uh, uh, let's say, uh, uh, programs that were in demand in their area. Because a lot of times they'll be living in, like in a farm country, and they don't need to know about certain things that we might be teaching them, but they might know, learn right, about exactly. farming. Right. And so those are the kind of things that it, it depends on where you're living and where you're at as to where the uh, trade school might best benefit that particular area. So that was one of the things I was hoping my book would help promote that to these different communities and bringing on if they didn't already have vocational training, to really consider it because it's extremely valuable to the ones. I know all the people that I know that went to, went to vocational high school all benefited from it, and I surely did. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Like, I was listening to you, and I know that I've never seen anything like the program that you were talking about. So I'm glad that you're bringing awareness to how the government um, can help. And um, you're right. Yeah, college is such a huge, huge, um, you know, even though you, they say that you can go and you can get a student loan, then you're, you're a burden with a student loan for 
decades, you know, and um, you can never get from under. So you're right. If you can learn, and I'm pretty sure if they do it properly, then um, uh, just like your your teacher said that when you got out of school, then an architect architectural firm is willing to hire you. Then uh, you know the schools can post job uh, post jobs from uh, these vocational trainings so that you can leave school and go to a job. Like you said, if you have no interest in going to college or you can't afford it. Um, uh, but you know, because what do you go to college for to get a job? If you can get a job right away, that's, that's amazing. So yeah, I am, I definitely see the value of your story and see the value of, of, um, encouraging the schools and the, um, uh, the teenagers to invest in a vocational training. So how can, um, listeners, um, uh, get a copy of your book and maybe, I don't know if you have a social media you tell us about that? Well, I do have, my book is on, uh, if you look up Amazon book, uh, then all you, once you get Amazon books, then the only thing you have to do is to either uh, type in my name, Robert W. Lamar, or type in the value of high school vocational training. And either way, my book will come up and give you three different ways to purchase it. Okay. All right. And um, uh, do you have a website or a social media? Uh, no, I don't. I do not have anything. I've been, uh, to be honest with you, uh, I, I'm still working as of as of now for a construction company in Los Angeles. Uh, it's kind of slow right now because of the interest rates. But other than that, I've been uh, busy and like to stay busy and enjoy working and particularly on construction projects. That's my, that's my, my pretend uh, to now. <laughs> yes. So well, listen, Robert, well, thank you so much for, you know, coming on the show. I um, enjoyed highlighting your story and sharing it with my audience. And, you know, you guys run out and pick up a copy of this book, um, The Value of High School Vocational Training. If you're a teacher, if you're a student. If you're the government, <laughs> you know, this is inspiration to show where we can go with with education. Education is never wasted. Right. And there's so many different um, avenues that the vocational training can branch out onto. So it, it's, 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 there's no limit to it almost. There's no limit to what it can teach you if the if the program is developed in that particular school or in these schools, I know when I went to uh, Richard Montgomery, there was probably about fifteen or twenty different uh, vocational programs being offered, nice. and uh, it was amazing how much I had to pick from, and which is, which is what I would hope would happen today for some of these kids who've never had that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's happening. I've never experienced it. Um, awesome. Well, listen, thank you, Robert, for bringing attention to something that helped you in your career. Um, and um, I'm hoping that your book will be like a, a fire starter for, you know, anybody that's listening that um, would understand the value of vocational training. All right. Well, listen, guys, thank you for tuning in to this week's Author's Corner. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, we'd love for you to rate 
and review and subscribe and contact me if you have a book that you would like to be showcased on Authors Corner. Um, thank you, Robert, for being okay. on the show. And until next time, namaste. Well, thank you for having me on your program. All You're right? very welcome. All right, thank you.